Hi, it's Bob from Royal Spa. Soaking in a hot tub full of Epsom salts is the absolute best way to minimize everyday aches and pains. And we know all about Epsom salts at Royal Spa. Royal Spa hot tubs are the only hot tubs on the market that can safely and effectively use Epsom salts. Made right here in Indiana, Royal Spa hot tubs are the highest quality hot tubs on the market. Visit any one of our three Indianapolis locations or visit royalspa.com. Ah, Royal Spa. Good morning. It is Wednesday, November 29th. It is five minutes after 10 with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Coming up in just a bit, we're going to talk with Brad Kloppensteinstein. And uh, he's going to warn us of a scam that's going on. And uh, you need to be on guard for this. What an elaborate little thing that's going on here in central Indiana. So uh-huh. if you have a, like, especially if you have an older loved one yeah. or, uh, you know, somebody who, you know, maybe easily, uh, seduced you know in some shape form or fashion maybe somebody a little naive or gullible right yeah definitely that's that's coming up next hey by the way good news casey what's that all thanks to you i want to give you full credit on Mm -hmm. this um because now you are a co-conspirator uh you found the um, (laughs) you found envelopes i did and and not only did you find the envelope Mm -hmm. you addressed the outside of the envelope and you took the letter and you put it in the envelope. Mm-hmm. So now you are completely in cahoots with me on this. And whatever happens to me, you're going down too. Great. Uh, we're, we, I opening segment. I wrote a letter to Todd Rokita, which we're going to share with everybody coming up. Yeah, about him coming on our show. Mm-hmm. Uh, clearly, even though we know he listens, they've admitted he listens. He references specific things that he, we say on our show. Uh, they have not responded to our invite for him to come on the show so mm-hmm. we wrote a very nice letter you've read the letter mm-hmm. we're very professional yep uh thought it got kind of to the core of some of the issues yeah and uh so we're gonna walk that over i think to the state house yeah. hopefully after our show later mm-hmm. today and we're gonna just drop it off there and maybe todd will be in the office and maybe he wants to just come out and chat with us but at the very least some nice person manning the desk is gonna have a just a just a thrill of a lifetime casey um, you mentioned that you couldn't find an envelope to put this letter yeah. in and I found it in the first place I looked. Oh, wow. And it even has the WIBC return address already pre-printed on it. Pretty wild. So Yeah. uh, And you have wonderful handwriting, by the way. It it, it was nice, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. We did a great job with this letter. (laughs) So we, we make a good team. So we will uh, we will read that letter. And next hour, I know Todd mm-hmm. could be in a lot more hot water over flapping his gums. And mm-hmm. uh, it appears the Supreme Court might not be overly happy with uh, Todd's total lack of self-control. So we'll get into that here in a little bit. All right. First, let's talk about President Biden. He's going to attend the first big Hollywood fundraiser of his re-election campaign. This is coming up next month. And it's going to be co-hosted by a few people you oh. may have heard of, mm-hmm. uh, one being Steven Spielberg. Okay. Uh, the other, the actor director, Rob Reiner. Uh-huh. Uh, tickets for the event can go for as much as $500,000. How much? $500,000. Half a million dollars. Can you imagine paying five cents to go see Joe Biden, much less $500,000? Mm-hmm. And you know, Casey, you know. Like when Obama was president and did a fundraiser, those people were super giddy. Oh, it's only $500,000. Put me down for three people. Mm-hmm. You know with Biden, those people are like, oh my gosh, I want to be anywhere but around this guy. But I got to Can you imagine hanging out in a social setting with Joe Biden? I What's he going to say? I mean, the guy, unless he's got his note cards in front of him telling him what to say and who to talk to. That's crazy that somebody is he would, even going to know he's there. That's crazy. Somebody would pay that amount of money for to meet anyone, 
much less a guy who may not be able to form co- coherent set sentences mm-hmm. or two minutes after he met you remember your name. First Lady's going to be there. She's going to headline, actually, multiple Hollywood fundraisers uh, over the summer and early fall. It's wild he's doing Hollywood, though, because I thought uh-huh. the Democrats were for the little guy, Casey. Uh, I thought they right. were for the working class. So these ticket prices, they really make you think that this is just for the average person that can go. So tickets for this event cost $1,000 oh. per person. This uh-huh. is the base level. Mm-hmm. And then if you want a photo with him. Oh, yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah, the photo. Mm-hmm. $25,000 per ticket. And and if you want to be listed as a co-chair oh, of yeah. the event, you be half that. a million dollars. Um, uh, so this is something for everyone. So when Trump was <laughs> running in 2016, mm-hmm. he did some event in Evansville. And I think the high end on that was a hundred grand. Mm-hmm. And this was right after I had interviewed Trump, or shortly after, I'm trying to remember. This has been seven, going on eight years now, uh, and I think a hundred grand was the hey, you get the meal and you get in with the rich people and you get a photo with Trump. And so we were trying at the time to put a value on. Did you know I interviewed the president? One I time? heard that it was a great dream. His words, not mine. Yeah, and that I knew what was going on and that it was uh, terrific and that he wished every interview could be just like that. So based on you paying a hundred grand to get a, you know, a photo and some chicken with the president, we were trying <laughs> to put a monetary value on what my actual encounter with Trump, when you include the pre-interview the interview, mm-hmm. and then the chit-chat afterwards, and the now iconic photo of Trump and I together. And look at how happy he looks in that photo. Mm-hmm. He didn't have to do that. He didn't get any money from me. He was genuinely happy to be around me, and why wouldn't he genuinely be happy <laughs> around me to be around me, Casey? We were trying to put a monetary value on what that experience was worth, and we came up with $1.3 billion. Wow. <laughs> really? You think? Okay, so... Spielberg gave uh, a lot of money in 2020 uh-huh. to uh, Biden, and of course, he donated a quarter of a million dollars to the Biden Victory Fund, and it looks like he's doing it again. Let's talk. You mentioned Donald Trump, so let's talk about what's going on. Did you see that the um, Black Lives Matter Rhode Island co-founder? I saw this. This guy's name is Mark Fisher. He says that he's supporting Donald Trump <laughs> for the 24 election because Democrats are not for us. I think personally, it's the duplicity of the Democrats, mm. the hypocrisy. Um, we're not stupid. The brothers are not stupid. We, we understand when someone's for us and when someone is not. And it's obvious that the Democratic Party is not for us. Yeah, I, I can't. Their, party, their, their, their policies actually strike at the heart of the black family and the nuclear family. Yeah. So, you know, you were part of Black Lives Matter. Uh, you founded it there. And now you're saying you're, you're not saying the entire Republican Party. You're saying Donald Trump. So what is it about Donald Trump? Is it the economics? Uh, you noted the black family. What is it going to take for him to sure up this support amongst uh, black voters? Well, I just, I just think that it's going to take information. A lot of people are misinformed. They don't really understand because they don't educate themselves on, on Donald Trump as a person and his history. Um, but if they do that, and it's going to take, you know, leaders, educated leaders getting the word out there. Um, I think that it, it'll happen on its own and it'll be organic because um, personally, I love the man. I mean, how could you not like if, if a real man? How could you not relate to someone like that? Okay, so... Um 
I did not have this on my bingo card for this year. <laughs> um, well, if you remember when he, there's this now famous video when he was arraigned in Atlanta of him leaving mm-hmm. the, the, leaving the, the, going, I assume, back to the airport. And he goes through this, what appears to be a pretty rough neighborhood outside of Atlanta or in Atlanta. And there is just a line of, and it's all black people that are there and they are cheering for him. They're not cheering that he was arrested. They're cheering because Donald Trump was driving by. And Trump made huge inroads with the black community in in 2020. And it appears, if you believe the polling, which it's pretty consistent, he is going to make major gains again, far better than any Republican presidential candidate in, in recent memory has done with the black community because Donald Trump, for whatever you want to say for him, did a lot of things to in, to embolden and uplift and empower the black community to start thinking and fending for themselves and realizing that the government is not your friend and the government in many ways has demoralized you, dehumanized you, belittled you, and you have the power to make your own life better. And Trump did a lot of things to put that at the forefront. Okay, now I'm going to throw out two names and I want you to just say, hey, do you think that they are more conservative or more liberal? Okay, very good. You ready? Yeah. Bill Maher and Oliver Stone. Super liberal both. Right. Yeah. That's what you think, right? But here they are saying that the media dumped on Trump too much. This was the most fair, well-run election that we've had ever. Really? Yes. I don't don't know about that. Okay. I don't know about that. Well, I mean, if there's nothing that can be said or argued that would convince you. I think what shocked people was that Trump got so many votes, you know. That was what was shocking, that he did so well compared to what he was expected to do. Right. Because we believed all the East Coast. Why don't you believe he could have lost? We we believed all the East Coast, the media, elite, that he was going to fail, and boom. Yes. They were wrong. Ah, We would love to see them being wrong, don't we? The media elite. Because they really well, hated, a lot, they, they yeah. went too far in hating, in in dumping on Trump, and people don't like that in America. You're right. They don't like dumping on. You're right. And they did it too much. This just tells you how far to the left that the modern day Democrats have gone. When traditional Dems like Marr and Oliver Stone don't agree with their own party. Yeah. All right. Let's take a break. When we come back, Kloppenstein mm-hmm. Stein is going to join us. That uh, he was privy to something or a part of an attempted scam yesterday. He posted about it on social media. I messaged him. I said, we got to tell our listeners about this because it's a real elaborate scam. It's actually being pretty well done. And if you don't have somebody who kind of knows what's going on and knows what to look for and ask, these people come off pretty convincing. All right. It's coming up from 93 WIBC. Early in the morning, factory whistle blows, then rises. 93 WIBC. This is the Kendall and Casey Show. I'm Rob Casey's here. And you know, Casey, one of the things we do on this show, well, we provide public service. Yes. I mean, and it's every day that Mm -hmm. we do this, but Mm -hmm. some, there's various shapes and forms and fashions we provide the public service. And one of them is to alert the community when potential scamming and scheming type of operations are going on. Yes. And there's a big one out there apparently now, and they almost got one of WIBC's own. So pay big attention to this next segment. It could save you or someone you love. He joins us now here on the WIBC hotline. Brad Kloppenstein Stein. Brad, hello. 
Rob Casey, good morning. All right, so I read this post you made on social media yesterday, and I said we have to talk about this because there's a good chance it's not just you they were trying to get. There are people posing as law enforcement trying to extract money from the community. I am shocked by this, Rob. What happened? Tell us. So I was having lunch with uh, Jim Merritt yesterday, uh, obviously a frequent guest on your show. So Mm -hmm. we were over at the Plucky Sidekick Lounge. You were the where at the where? The the, the Plucky Sidekick Lounge. Don't you know? All all the WIBC, you know, part-timers and fill-ins, there's a lounge. (laughs) And we all hang out there. So it's me and Merritt and Tony Kennett and Ethan Hatcher and (laughs) English. Okay, so you're having... Terry Stacey comes in. You're having lunch at the Plucky Sidekick lounge what happened yes so um so jim merritt's phone starts ringing it's a number that says cicero indiana and he picks it up but i mean you can tell pretty quickly there's something going on i couldn't quite tell what it was and so i was like jim put put this phone on, on speaker so i'm listening and it is some guy who is identifying himself as lieutenant leonard of the hamilton county sheriff's department oh no and, yes, and Jim Jim was probably very surprised because we all know Casey. Jim is above reproach. Never had a speeding ticket. Never likely even had a drop of alcohol. He was probably just a miss that law enforcement would be calling him. <laughs> so yeah, so Jim Merritt is much nicer and more respectful of law enforcement than I am. Um, <laughs> but but anyhow, so this goes. On, it sounds legit. Yeah. I mean, he's like, hey, he goes, um, but yeah, Mr. Merritt. Uh, you, you received a summons for uh, jury duty in a federal court, uh, and you didn't show up for the trial, and there's now a warrant out for your arrest. Oh, no. And, exactly. And Jim's like, listen, I take these things very seriously. I'm a mm-hmm. former state senator. Sure. Uh, you know, I, I want to get this taken care of. And the guy's like, so, well, so, 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 like, so, so, Brad, Jim is yeah. believing at this point that this he legitimately may be on the run from the law. He may be a real-life Harrison Ford. <laughs> Exactly. So he's slightly skeptical, less skeptical than I was. But, yeah, I mean, he's taking this seriously. And, you know, and this guy keeps talking. And Jim's like, listen, can I can I come in and, you know, talk to the clerk of the court? I, I, we need to get this taken care of. And and this guy is, is continuing to go on. He's like, well, there's, you know, there's a warrant out for your arrest now. And that needs to be probably be taken care of first because this is just a courtesy call. And Jim's like, well, when was this? And the guy's like, well, it was a trial on November 13th. It was in Judge Tanya Pratt's court in the Southern District of Indiana. Is that a real person, Brad? That is. That's a real judge. Oh, no. Okay. I mean, he is quoting real things. And, I mean, this guy sounds just like me and you and very, you know, he sounds like he could be around from around here. I think he probably is. Okay. So, but anyhow, so this call goes on, and I'm getting more and more skeptical. And Jim keeps saying, I want to get this taken care of. You know, can I meet with somebody? And the guy on the phone saying, listen, there's three warrants against you for $500 each. Oh, no. Um, we can get these taken care of. And mm-hmm. so anyhow, so this goes on for So, so he, want, he wanted money, right? Yeah. This was the deal. $500 yes. just goes away. He never specifically said, here's how you can pay me. Uh-huh. But that's where it was going. Okay, very good. So. So after five minutes of this, I'm like, Jim, show me the number. 
So Jim shows me the number that this guy's calling from. So then I call that number on my phone, and it rings five, six times, goes to voicemail, Mm -hmm. but it says, you've reached Lieutenant Leonard of the Hamilton County Sheriff's Department. I'm sorry, I can't take your call right now. I'm like, well, maybe this is legit. So anyhow, I hang up. I don't leave a message. At this point, Brad Brad is thinking that Jim Merritt's just some old man who forgot something, huh? (laughs) I'm not sure. It sounded like a scam to me. Jim is less skeptical than I Uh am. Yeah, so you could be consorting with a known felon at this point. It is quite possible. <laughs> so, Brad, so about Brad 30 seconds to later, state's evidence against Jim Merritt. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be the first federal trial I testified in. Okay, go ahead, Brad. All right. So, about 30 seconds after I call and not leave a message, suddenly my phone starts ringing from this number. Jim's call drops. Oh, no. And I'm like, that's interesting. So I pick it up. Sergeant Letter thought he had a live one. Well, <laughs> yes. So the guy says, this is Lieutenant Leonard from the Hamilton County Sheriff's Department. I missed a call from you. And I'm like, hey, I just got back from lunch. I had a note on my desk to call this number. It didn't say what it was about. He goes, well, what's your name? And I tell him my name. And he goes, let me look at my files. Mm-hmm. And I hear some papers rustling. And he goes, I don't have anything in my files. He goes, but I have an office mate who might have called you, and he's at lunch. Let me check with him when he gets back from lunch. So we hang up. Literally two minutes later, my phone call uh, rings again from the same number. This time it's a guy saying he's a Sergeant Kirkhoff of the Marion County Sheriff's Department. Oh, no. Yeah, but in those two minutes, he was able to glean my home address and went into the same spiel. See, yes, I called you because you you missed a summons to to uh, be on jury duty in a federal court. There's now a warrant out for your arrest as a courtesy call. And he continues to go into the same thing, but he quotes my home address back to me. And finally, I'm like... Listen, man, you never called me. This is a scam. The only reason I called you was because you were calling my buddy. And then he hangs up on me. <laughs> and they never called Merritt back. Busted. Huh? No, no. Shocked by that. So so, so basically, means- so, so Brad, basically what you've got here are these people who are pretending to be law enforcement. They're calling people saying you've done something amiss. And essentially, <laughs> it appears that if the scheme plays out, their goal is to try to get you to give them money in order to make it go away. Right. So they, they call. They've got information on you. It sounds legit because they're dropping the names of, you know, local judges and courts. And, you know, they, they sound just like a, a true Hoosier. Um, yeah. The, the one thing that raised my eyebrow was why would somebody from a local sheriff's department be calling on behalf of a federal summons yeah good that never happened but this is how they get people right because obviously brad you're involved in politics and government you know how the system works um you're still a relatively young man they call an older person you know they call somebody in their 80s which jim Merritt's not far off of these days Uh, (laughs) (laughs) hi jim we love you uh and and you could see how they could get somebody going oh my gosh i have clearly created a foul of some sort and i must immediately rectify this situation Right. So, yeah, but I mean, they sounded legit. So, you know, sometimes scams will call you and they're just going on volume. They'll call 100 100 different people with some bogus thing that sounds bogus, but they know one in 200 is going to pay off for them. These guys do the other route where they get hyper-focused in on one or two people, get lots of information on that people. 
on those people and then just try to sound credible. Well, here's but, the, here's the thing, Brad. I think in a little bit, Casey and I are going to head over to the attorney general's office. We got a little letter we're going to drop off <laughs> to him. Maybe we'll mention that to the person at the front desk because law enforcement really needs to do something about this if there's people out there impersonating law enforcement. Yes. So while this was going on, Bill Smythe was actually with us. Bill was texting the the sheriff in Hamilton County, and actually, and throughout all this, when this first started, I looked. I immediately went to the Hamilton County government website. They don't have anybody who works in Hamilton County government with the last name of Leonard. Oh my god! So that's that's where I, you know, I was able to at least discern that yeah, this is probably not a real person. And then I turned this over to the Lawrence Police Department as well. And just because these guys sound local, mm-hmm. I think that there's a chance that they might be caught because I don't think they're calling from Bangladesh. Yeah. So Okay, so if this yeah. happens to you, don't just hang up the phone and forget about it. Turn it into your law enforcement. Immediately call your local police department, whether you live in Greenwood or Greenfield or whatever, if this has happened to you, if it is happening, because we can't have people out there impersonating law enforcement, Brad, that's really dangerous and, and that's bad. Right. These guys need to be caught. They need to be punished for this because you're right. They're going to get some people on this. All right, Brad. Well, thank you for saving Jim Merritt from himself. We all know he probably should be on the run from the law, but thank you for saving him $1,500 or whatever it was because Merritt probably would have gone and paid it. Uh, you're the best, Brad. Thank you. All right. Thanks, guys. I'll see you. I wonder if he would have accepted gift cards. That's when you really know it's a scam. <laughs> well, you know, Nigel gave a stripper tickets to Three Doors Down one time. And Whatever works, right? <laughs> it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. It's time to hear from you. Kendall and Casey present Voicemails. Brought to you by QC Kinetics for non-surgical regenerative medicine treatments at 317-559-PAIN. to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. The phone number, 317-684-8444. What's wrong? Nothing's wrong. Oh. I'm just looking at you lovingly. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's why I didn't recognize the look. <laughs> you say lovingly, and I say, what's wrong? Okay, let's get to your phone calls. Uh, yesterday, we had a conversation, actually, a couple conversations regarding AI, and we uh, heard from Anna, Indiana. Somebody pointed out that that was an acronym, which stood for Artificial Neural Networks Accelerate Innovative New Developments Igniting a New Age. No way. Way, whatever that means. But uh, Trucker John called because Anna Indiana is a singer, and he wanted you, to give, use, that, use that term loosely. Yeah. She's a singer. Uh, is it a she, an it? I mean... Okay, that's a great question. Are we assigning sexes to artificial intelligence? Oh, that'll be the next thing. Right. Do we have to give the correct gender to AI? You'll be an ist if you Uh assume the gender. Yeah. Uh, By all accounts, though, her name is Anna, and she takes the appearance of a woman, so I guess we'll go with she. She. Mm -hmm. Although... No, I won't go with she because it's not real. It's an it, right? What are you afraid? You're going to offend it? Yeah, it. 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 Okay, Trucker John called, and he wanted to give his uh, perspective on being a musician in regards to AI music. Hey, Rob, I just wanted to call again real quick about the whole AI musician uh, debate. I don't think it would really take off. I know from a rapper's perspective, you know, my perspective on it, I remember a few years ago, well, not even maybe a year, two years ago tops, there was an AI rapper 
even had, you know, visuals, the songs, songs written, everything. And the thing even ended up with a record deal. Now, the record deal only lasted about two days <laughs> because once people figured out that this AI and started hearing its songs and it started dropping a certain word that we're not supposed to be saying, although it said a lot in rap music, the, uh, the AI got labeled a racist and got kicked off its record deal, which I thought was <laughs> hilarious on many levels. <laughs> Okay, so the AI was labeled a racist, yeah, yeah, not the AI people consuming. Racist. Everything's racist. Casey. Okay, so Todd Young, uh, he oh, came out, no. yep, and he was at this AI Insight Forum, uh-huh. and he said that he was surprised by the partisan agreement among senators so far during this closed-door session they had, but he expects disagreements soon, oh. of course, as they're discussing how much regulation the government should have in regards to the AI industry. He says the U.S. is going to fall behind other nations, namely China. Well, if it involves throwing a bunch of money at something, Mm -hmm. Todd will totally be behind it. So that'll be the fastest way to get some sort of consensus is just put as many zeros behind the price tag as possible. And Mm -hmm. uh, no doubt there'll be bipartisan legislation. Okay. So uh, Todd Young said AI can help optimize time and increase efficiencies. In his office, their staff uses OpenAI. AI chat GPT to brainstorm softball team names in this you know little they, exercise that they had they, they do what yeah they're they're that's what that's it. what Todd's spending his time on <laughs> our, our taxpayer time is what am I going to call my softball team mm-hmm. by the way what do we it's a joint team that he has with uh the okay this senator from Ohio this, JD Vance this will be interesting let's let's see let's let's see what would happen if for one year we got rid of all the members of Congress and we took 435 artificial intelligences. Mm-hmm. I'm sure, sure I'm sure you could do this. It'd be somebody much smarter than me. Let's say Todd, we will, would bless the world and Todd Young will be out of a job and uh, Jim Barrett will be out of a job and Greg E. Pence will be out of a job. And based on the makeup of the district, so we'll have artificial intelligence work off of the makeup of the district, we will appoint 435 House members, 100 senators based on the makeup of the state in the case of the senator. And I can guarantee you the country will, a year from now, be in markedly better shape than it is today if we got rid of all of these ass clowns Mm -hmm. and put artificial intelligence based on the makeup of the voting makeup of the district well i mean even todd young says that ai can help with efficiencies so can you imagine number one if ai comes out and they said well you don't need this you don't need this you don't need this getting rid of the getting rid of the congress would be a phenomenal way to start getting rid of inefficiencies i'm kind of surprised though that they used ai to brainstorm softball team names like, you need AI to help you with that? And, and that is going to increase your efficiency? Uh, look, at this point, the more <laughs> the, look, the more distracted Todd is on his stupid softball team, the less time he's <laughs> going to have to ruin society. Are. Yes. Okay. All right. Uh, yesterday, you had mentioned that you, a new experience for yeah. you. You got a Costco membership. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And well, you, one, was got, one was gotten for me. Which is a very nice gift. That's, that's a great idea, by Absolutely. the way. Absolutely. My dear friend Shane and Teresa mm-hmm. recognized Rob is too cheap to ever actually pay this membership. 
we will do it for him. Good idea, Shane yeah. and Teresa. Uh, but you went and you had a, a little shopping excursion mm-hmm. with your beautiful wife. Got a big old bottle of liquor, man. Mm-hmm. It was that uh, whiskey was so cheap. I was going to ask you. You keep saying bottle of liquor. What what was it? So it was that Kirkland, mm-hmm. but it was whiskey. Okay. And it was a gigantic bottle, and it was eighteen ninety nine or something like that. How long is that going to last? You? Well, it depends on how good it is. I haven't tried it yet. <laughs> I still had Jim Beam that I had to get through last night. Uh-huh. I have now done that. So going forward, it will be this new bottle of Kirkland whiskey, but everybody has said that it is upper brand stuff in Mm -hmm. many cases that either they I don't know. Maybe I'm misunderstanding this. They rebranded as theirs. Right. It's the same product. They just repackage it under the Kirkland label. That's what I was told. I have no idea if that's true or not, but from everybody that I've talked to, they said the Kirkland stuff is just as good. Yeah. It'll Hell of a lot cheaper. And what are you going to mix with that? Or are you just drinking that on the road? No, no, no. I always put Diet Pepsi in it. Okay. All right. Uh, well, somebody called and wanted to uh, give their insight on shopping with your spouse. Hi, Kendall. Kevin. Casey. Um, I loved the last segment yesterday, and it reminded me, as I am 62, my wife is 47. Good for you. And we're talking about shopping with your wife. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a kick for us anymore. I remember that when we first got married, and you can always tell the people that are just been married, there's a bunch of whispering and they're staying together within two feet of each other as they make their decisions. And about 10 years goes by and maybe you've moved on to <laughs> six feet away from each other. And yes, honey, the... <laughs> Value brand is better than the cremets macaroni. Go ahead, give what you want. But after 27 years, it's like, honey, I'll see you at the register. I'll be in sporting goods. <laughs> you know what? I think I've gone full circle in that scenario. Really? Yeah. The whispering stage and then the shopping yeah. separate to the not even going together. Like, yeah. I'll see you when you get back. Who does the shopping? And then go back to the whispering stage. Who, who does the shopping? Is it you or is it Jim? Jim? Well, depends on what you're talking like about. Like grocery store. Uh, we go to the grocery store. Who does the grocery shopping? He mainly does it, but I will go with him occasionally. Yeah. And when I go, we're back to the whispering. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's like the relationship you know and, the arc it goes full circle and good on that guy his wife is 15 years younger than him i know good on him congratulations well to him done. okay so we've been playing clips of all around indiana and the vocal stylings of your governor oh, eric holcomb no. he made well he voiced he didn't make the video but he uh-huh. voiced 62 videos highlighting different areas of the great hoosier state wouldn't you love to have the outtakes that you know, I wonder how long it took him to well, record that. You know how. And who was coaching him? Oh, you know that took forever for mm-hmm. him to do those. Uh, th- they have to be. Somebody in state government, one of my birdies, you would need to find out for me where <laughs> those outtakes are because we have to get our hands on them. And those. where did he go to record them? Yeah, that's a good point. What studio is he at? Yeah. Uh, so, so any of the birdies right now hearing me, this is your assignment. Spread your wings and fly. I want those outtakes on whole, of Holcomb recording those ads. All right. Well, somebody called and had a comment about those. Hey, guys. Long time listener. First time caller. Just heard the first Governor Holcomb advertisement for Indiana, and I just uh, I spit my coffee out. <laughs> uh, I was thinking all the Hoosiers you could have picked. Larry Bird. Joyce DeWitt, the last of the three company group, Shelley Long, Axel Rose, Tony Stewart, Janet Jackson, and adopted sons like Peyton Manning, Jeff Gordon, Reggie Miller. 
Oh, and by the way, Casey, I can't wait for Rob to go on vacation. Guys, have a great day. <laughs> He's right, though. He listed a whole bunch of yeah. people that they could have used, but instead we've got Eric Holcomb. Maybe... Maybe he's just looking for his next job. What, he wants to be a voice actor. What words would you use without using the word self-absorbed narcissism? <laughs> Look at me. I mean, it's just it's just a, it is a great insight mm-hmm. into what the guy's the guy's opinion of himself. Like, you know, people would want to hear from me more than anyone else. This is part of the Next Level Indiana project mm-hmm. and golf courses. So you know, right? you know, there was a budget for this, right? Sure, absolutely. So it's not like, well, it's, we, we couldn't afford Peyton Manning. But it's just it's it's again he, a great example of Holcomb using other people's money to promote himself yeah. and that's that's what the whole mo from him is and based on the people that are running for governor right now i don't see any of that changing i don't see any it's never about you casey it's never about you as a taxpayer it's always about the person in the office and their buddies and their friends uh we have buddies and friends too one of them is hammer yep and he's going to join us next on 93 wibc Good morning, 1051. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC from the number one rated Hammer and Nigel program. Jason Hammer in the studio. You've got something for Rob today? I do. Oh, how exciting. So, as you know, the Hammer and Nigel merch store is open. We closed it down for a little while because we had some hiccups with it. We're relaunching the all-new store at the beginning of the year. So, for those of you who have wondered, you can still buy stuff, but we're officially rolling out the new store at the beginning of the year. How exciting. So, the I Love and I I hate Rob Kendall t-shirts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I decided I'm not going to make any money on those. I'm going to give my money to you. Great. And here is the funds of oh that my goodness. sale. You said you were going to do something with it. Yes, so. it's going to go to Project Rescue, which is uh, helps fight human trafficking all across the globe. They partner with Life Church. Life Church is a big check presentation to them at the end of the year. So all of that money will go to Project Rescue. So the after all the costs and yep. everything, it was a profit of $150. Wow. Nice. I chipped in 50 of my own bucks. Here is $200. Fantastic. So I do have to give that to Project Rescue, right? You do. (laughs) And you know what? My 50, you can just take to the Applebee's. There's an envelope right there for you. I've located the envelopes, put it in there, and drop it off. Uh, So again, if anybody still wants to buy at the store, I have a new supplier. I've got Mm -hmm. a new online bank, which was a lot of the hiccups that we were having Mm. before, but we're officially getting the big push at the beginning of the year. That's so great. Ham- store.hammerandnigel.com. Right. The shirts will still, the I hate, love or I hate Rob Kendall shirts will stay up there. Absolutely. And I will, as at least for the foreseeable future, if it changes, I'll announce it, but continue to give the profits every six months or whenever they come in to Project Rescue. So maybe I'll try to get Micah to come in studio mm-hmm. next week good. and give him the yeah. money in person. Very good. You're, you've got such a big heart. Thanks for donating on top of that, too. Well, I do, don't ruin it for everyone, Casey. I'm about to be a belligerent jerk next segment, so don't ruin it for me. Hey, speaking of belligerent jerks, Biden Madness yeah! the season tournament is rolling, and during this segment all week. We're going to get you up to date on what happened yesterday. Mm -hmm. So you can still vote on this. If you go to Hammer and Nigel Twitter and just scroll down a few tweets, you can cast your vote for the current matchup. Kamala Harris, the number three seed in Mm -hmm. this tournament, her go-to catchphrase, (laughs) the phrase she says during every speech unburdened by what has been. I can imagine what can be and be unburdened by what has been. You know? What can be unburdened by what has been what can be 
unburdened by what has been. What can be unburdened by what has been. What can be. These are all different speeches. Unburdened <laughs> by what has been. What can be unburdened by what has been. What can be. Unburdened by what has been. What can be. For real. Unburdened by what has been. Who we can be. Unburdened by who we have been. What can be. Unburdened by what has been. Where we can be. Unburdened by where we have been. And unburdened by where we are right now. What can be. Wow. Unburdened by what has been. That's all separate. All separate speeches. Nigel made a great point yesterday. Do you think Kamala Harris thinks like she's the rock? Like when you go to like a WWE mm-hmm. event back in the day, yeah. you're waiting for the rock to say, if you smell oh, it, the rock is cooking. Is cooking. Yep. Like does Kamala think people are going to stand up and right. come on, say it, say, say it, it, say it. it. Yes. what it been. <laughs> Take a shot. Woo. So that's the three seed mm-hmm. taking on the number six seed in our tournament. This is a new clip from Joe Biden. This is a clip that has never been in any previous oh. Biden madness round. This is where Joe Biden was speaking at some award show, butchered the name of LL Cool J, Mm. and then called him boy. Two of the great artists of our time representing the groundbreaking legacy of hip-hop in America, LLJ Cool J. Uh, (laughs) By the way, that boy's got, that man's got biceps bigger than my thighs. I think he's... So this is a good matchup here. This is a good matchup. Vote on Twitter, X, Mm -hmm. whatever you want to call it. Go to the Hammer and Nigel feed. Scroll down a few tweets and cast your vote. Do you think Biden had ever heard the name LL Cool J before? Never. Never, right? (laughs) Never in a million years. I mean, you don't picture him being a part of, you know, like, what, Death Row Records at some point? He uh... doesn't know what websites are. (laughs) Remember when he was trying to roll out the vaccine website? (laughs) Vaccines.gum. Blue chair. Gum. Dot gum. I forgot about that. What's coming up this afternoon? Uh, we've released more tickets for our bowling event. Oh, how exciting. So, by popular demand, mm-hmm. we talked our sales staff into it. Get your tickets now on the events page, WIBC.com. Our letter to Todd Rokita. We read it. Coming up next. Excellent job, Hammer. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. I'm a- I'm a-